Aloha. This is One God Church Online's podcast. I'm Reverend Enoch, and I have your title, Birthday. What a blessing it is to be able to come to you with the Word of God and a powerful message. I believe there's a prophetic utterance in here, and the Spirit of the Lord is moving and hovering into this. I pray that a hundred-foot tidal wave of the Holy Spirit just comes down and crashes into your life, crashes into our lives, rolling up on the shores of our lives and blessing us in each and every aspect of our lives, spiritually, physically, emotionally, financially, wherever you need it, that the Holy Spirit mightily comes upon you, gives you that word you need, gives you that breakthrough you need. God answers your prayer through the Holy Spirit, just moving the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, being filled with the Holy Spirit, Him coming, come Holy Spirit, come. In Jesus' mighty name, Father God, come. Forgive us for all of our sins. Holy Spirit, Father God, come. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. We pray that, uh, uh, Father, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven in this very moment. Give us everything you have in store for us. And forgive us for any sin, stain, or blemish, anything in our bloodline that would separate us from you answering our prayers or you moving in our lives. I'll open our eyes that we may see and our, open our ears that we may hear your word in Jesus' mighty name. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And faith is that bridge that will take us from where we are, right where we are, to where we need to be in life. Be encaged in hope, knowing that God will come through for you. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, and all these things will be added unto you. God knows exactly what you need, and you know what? He knows what you want, too. He knows the desires of your heart. And some of us get so turned around and twisted because of the way teachings are, and the way other people who come in all with that crab mentality and being all evil, and, and sometimes just just prejudging like we'll see in this story and in, in, in our wonderful message here birthday you know and i'm looking in first samuel yeah the first chapter there once was a man who lived in ramathim and he, he was he descended from the old zuf family in the ephraim hills his name was elkanai and he was connected with the zufs from ephraim through his father jeroham and his grandfather elihu and his great-grandfather, Tohu. He had two wives. The first was Hannah, and the second was Penaniah. Penaniah had children, and Hannah did not. Every year, this man went from his hometown up to Shiloh to worship and offer sacrifice to the God of the angel armies. Isn't that awesome to hear that? The God of angel armies. That right there should just kick in the door and just take out any hostile activity in our lives. Any kind of sickness, disease, and death in the mighty name of Jesus. Wow. Clear the room, yeah? Well, that did right there, the God of angel armies. You know, Eli and his two sons, Hophni and Phineas, served as the priests of God there in that, uh, that home to worship, you know, where they were doing the sacrifice there uh, to the God of the angel armies. So yeah, so Eli's having the two sons who served as priests there. Uh, you know, priest of God. When Elkanah sacrificed, he passed helpings from the sacrificial meal around to his wife, Penaniah, and, and all of her children. But he always gave an especially generous helping to Hannah. 
because he loved her so much and because he uh, God had not given her children yeah so so he saw that and it just he just made her wanted to give her a special helping yeah but her rival wife taunted her cruelly rubbing it in and never letting her forget about that God had given that, that God had not given her children this went on year after year Every time she went to the sanctuary of God, she could expect to be taunted. Hannah was reduced to tears, and she had no appetite. I'm sure we can relate. Maybe you're being taunted. You don't have a house. You don't have the car. You don't have the job. And year after year, and you don't have the education. You don't have the this. You don't have the that. And you're taunted by maybe people around your life. Maybe even yourself. You know. And so it comes to a time where, where, you know, Hannah, she was reduced to tears and she didn't have an appetite. Uh, but so she ate, though. She pulled herself together and she slipped away quietly and entered the sanctuary. The priest Eli was on duty at the entrance of God, the temple, in the customary seat. You know, crushed in soul, Hannah prayed and cried to God and cried inconsolably. She made a vow, O oh God of the angel armies, if you could take a hard look at my pain, if you could quit neglecting me and go into action for me by giving me a son, I'll give him completely undeservingly to you. Un unreservingly to you, I'm sorry. And, and I'll set him apart for a life holy discipline a life of holy discipline wow you know that short prayer right there could be where we could relate to that we're like god if you could just take a hard look at just take a good look at us just take a look at our pain what we're going through the the suffering of not having a home not having a car not having the job not having the education not having the health not having maybe even children not not maybe having a husband or a wife and just being feeling like God has neglected us and just praying out to him shortly just like that just a brief prayer you know if you just quit neglecting us Father God and go into action by giving us what we need answering our prayers Lord we would we could just we could see ourselves saying this we would give to you completely unreservedly to you our lives Father God and we'll set apart you know, be a set apart for a holy discipline or whatever that job is. We'll give that job to you. Whatever that car is, I'll drive around and I'll go help the homeless. I'll do something. That house, I'll invite people in. I'll have a Bible study. It will be unreservedly for you, Father God. You know, and like we were saying that people see, often see us around it. And so it happened that she continued in prayer before God. And Eli was watching her closely. Hannah was praying in her heart silently. Her lips moved, but no sound was ever heard. Eli jumped to the conclusion, like some of us often do, in saying that she was drunk. You know, some of us are drunk on desperation. We're, we're drunk on delusion. We're, we're drunk on, you know, illusions. And, 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 yeah, we become drunk, desperately drunk on, you know, on de desperation. We're under the influence of desperation. We're desperate. We need God to answer our prayers. And people probably look at our lives and we think we're, you know, they think we're all turned up or something. And, and we're not. We're just, you know, just like Hannah, you know. 
So Eli jumped to the conclusion like people mostly do. And we see this in church where people prejudge us so much. And they, they think that we're drunk. They think that we're on drugs. They think that we're doing something by the way we dress or something like that. And then we get offended. We don't end up going to church or something like that. But in this, in this uh, situation, uh, she was not drunk. He approached, he approached her and said, you're drunk. How long we will, will, how long do you plan to go on like this to keep this up? How long do you plan on to keep this up? Sober up, woman. I mean, sober up, woman. Eli's telling her this. Hannah said, no, sir, please. I am a woman hard used. I haven't been drinking, not a drop of wine or beer. The only thing I've been pouring out is my heart. Pouring it out to God. Don't think for a minute that I'm a bad woman because I'm desperately unhappy and, and in such pain that I've stayed here so long. And Eli answered her, Go in peace. And may the God of Israel give you what you've asked of him. And, and Hannah says, Think well of me and pray for me. You know, she said as she went her way. Then she ate heartily, her face radiant, up before dawn, they worshiped God and returned to Ramah. Elkaniah slept with Hannah, his wife, and God began making the necessary arrangements in response to what she had asked. And before the year was out, Hannah had conceived and gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel, explaining, I asked God for him. And that's found in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses, you know, verses 1 through 28. I'm reading out the Message Bible. And further on here, when Elkaniah took his family on their annual trip to Shiloh to worship God, offering sacrifices and keeping his vow, Hannah didn't go. She told her husband, after the child is weaned, I'll bring him up myself and present him before God. And that's where he'll stay for good exactly what her vow was yeah Elkanah said to his wife do what you think is best stay at home until you have weaned him yes let God complete what he has begun so she did she stayed at home and nursed her son and until she had weaned him and then she took him up to Shiloh bringing also the makings of a general a generous sacrificial meal a prize bull flour and wine the child was so young to be set off. They first butchered the bull and then brought the child Eli to Hannah and said, Excuse me, sir, would you believe that I am the very woman who's standing here before you at this very spot praying to God? Yeah, Eli is the one who, who confronted her and, and kind of jumped to conclusions, thought she was drunk, yeah. And she's, and she's bringing this, this thing and she's like, excuse me, sir, would you believe that I am the very woman who is standing before you at this very spot, praying to God, praying for this child and God gave me what I asked for and now I have dedicated him to God. He is dedicated, dedicated to God for life. And then, and there, they worship God. Her husband Elkaniah said, Oh Hannah, why are you crying? Why aren't you eating? Why are you upset? Am I not more am I not uh, of more worth in you than ten sons? Yeah. And Hannah's Hannah's Hannah began to praise. 
nothing and no one is holy like God. No rock, no mountain like God. Don't don't talk uh, pretentiously. Don't dare talk pretentiously. Not a word of boasting ever. For God knows what's going on. He takes the measure of everything that happens. The weapons of the stronger smashed to pieces while the weak are infused with fresh strength. And the well-fed are out begging the streets for crusts. While the hungry are getting second helpings, the barren woman has a house full of children while the mother of many is befred. God brings death and God brings life, brings down to the grave and raises up. God brings poverty and God brings wealth. He lowers and he also lifts up. He puts the poor people on their feet again. He rekindles burned out lives with fresh hope, restoring dignity and respect to their lives, placing, uh, you know, re, you know, restoring dignity and respect to their lives, a place in the sun. For the very structures of the earth are God's. He has laid out his operations, a firm foundation. His, he has laid out his operations on a firm foundation. Again, we say there. He is protectively, he protectively cares for his faithful friends. Step by step, but leaves the wicked to stumble in the dark. No one makes it in his life by sheer muscle. God's enemies will be blasted out of the sky, crashed into a heap, and burned. God will set things right all over the earth. He'll give strength to his king. He'll set his anointed on top of the world. Hannah prayed, I'm bursting with God news. Isn't that awesome? Praise God. I'm walking on air. I'm laughing at my rivals. I'm dancing my salvation. 1 Samuel chapter 2 verses 1 through 10. Isn't that awesome? Wow, her praise is nearly a chapter alone. In the paragraph of her prayer, her, her I'm gloom and doom prayer, you know, <laughs> wow. Isn't that something? And her praise is nearly a chapter alone. Wouldn't that be wonderful for you? When God answers our prayers, because he willingly will, if God wants to do something, he will. In Luke 11, 9 through 13, uh, it says, you know, Luke, cha Luke chapter 11, verses 9 through 13, it says to, you know, says to us to make things a bit clearer, you know, to bring a little more uh, light onto the subject here. Don't bargain with God. Be direct. Ask for what you need. This is not a cat and mouse hide and seek game we're in. If your little boy asks for a serving of fish, do you scare him with a live snake on his plate? If your little girl asks for an egg, do you trick her with a spider? As bad as, are, as bad as you are, you wouldn't even think of doing such a thing. You're at least decent to your own children. Yeah. And maybe it's your friends, and in the context of that, reach out and, and see where that would make sense, you know, as, you, as far as application to your life. And, and, and going on further, and, and don't you think the Father who conceived you in love will give the Holy Spirit when you ask Him? You know, here's what I'm saying. Here's what Jesus is saying. Jesus said, here's what I'm saying. Ask and you'll get. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be opened again. And that's in, again in Luke. You know, Luke uh, 11, 9 through 13 in the Message Bible. I believe that you are about to give birth to something. 
I believe that you are about to give birth to something that will change the trajectory of your life. Yeah. And, and, and for some for some of us, leaning back thinking, oh, yeah, I've been there. Yes, indeed. Maybe so. But you're no difference. You may as you as well are literally pregnant with ideas and plans that will change the world. Expand God's kingdom. Oh, wait, I, I was wait. Uh, I was thinking of uh, chef or farming or or you know doing this job, Reverend Enoch. Am I? I was doing thinking about opening a landscaping business. I mean, do you really think that's something? I mean, wait, wait, wait. Exactly. And imagine the lives that you will touch, no matter the job, no matter the position, the job title. God will shine in you, and touch everything, and bless everything you touch. Put God first and he'll, and, and, you know, you put God first and you'll shine like none other. See, the thing is, is we're running out of time. What are you going to do with the time that you have left? You know, I'd say that if you don't reposition yourself, you could miss out on the best time in your life, in this great season of life. You see, because we have got to change the way that we think, change the way that we function. We have got to change the way we deal with issues. And the reason you have to reposition the way that you think and function and feel is because we are stuck in between, uh, in between the lines on limited thinking, limited people and limited ideas and limited philosophies. And there is something creative down inside you saying, let there be. You need to walk into your situation and say, let there be. Whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is, let there be. Let there be light. Let there be healing. Let there be breakthrough financially, spiritually, physically, emotionally. Let there be love, joy, and faith. Let there be, let there be sight to the blind, life to the dead, doors shut that need to be shut, doors open that need to be opened. In Jesus' name. By God's will, not mine. By God's will, not yours. Breakthroughs, restoration, the miracles. Jesus said, behold, you will do even greater things than these. God wants to work through you and show his kingdom and show his glory through you. He wants to be glorified through your life. Breakthroughs, restorations, the miracles, the souls brought to Christ through Jesus, through your ideas, God working through you, through your ideas, your ministry, jobs, and the and your connections that you have. There are angels God has commanded concerning you. Your season is shifting. That hole, that rut you're in, that hole of uh, that you're in of doubts and distracted discomforting discouragement is coming to an end right now in Jesus name the best is yet to come the fight is in your mind are you really ready for the next level you know you know you've heard it to be said new levels new devils are you ready you know god is building the builder a builder builds. You have creativity inside. You have something inside you saying, let there be. You need to have that be set free. God wants to bless you and use your life for the glory of his kingdom. He wants to move in your life miraculously. The Holy Spirit mightily come upon you. Awaken that lion inside you. Let it roar.
The best is yet to come. The fight, yes, is in our mind. Are you ready for the next level? What are you going to do with the time that you have left? The Bible says in Proverbs 27, 1, Boast not thyself for tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. We are but a, we are but a whisper in the wind, a dust cloud, and, and our life is just, just gone. What are we going to do with this life that God has given us? The gift and the gifts that you have can change the world. You must believe in yourself and believe that God, being that bridge, that faith in God, being the bridge to take you from where you are right now to where you need to be in life. You are a miracle waiting for a place to happen. Your season is shifting right now. I believe God is speaking directly to you through this message today. Heavenly Father, we cry out to you, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Awaken us and heal us and let there be, Father God, give us the voice of choice to speak to our situation, to walk into our situation, Father God. Let your word come out and, and be lived through our lives. Work through us, use us. Let us be your hands on this earth, Father God. Let us walk through the dark places, being the light in that moment. Touch us, Father God. Have the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, mightily come upon us. Forgive us for any sin, stain, or blemish that could be held against us anywhere in our bloodline, anything that could be held against us in the courts of heaven by Satan or any of his evil latching cohorts. Set us free, absolve us, and acquit us in the mighty name of Jesus. Set us free. By the blood of Jesus, speak on our behalf. Send your angels' armies, Father God, to, to pull back the evil latching claws of Satan's cohorts, trying to pull us down with those walls of negativity, that those discouraging things, those distractions. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask for that healing, that breakthrough. Wash us clean, Lord. Give us everything that you have in store for us. Forgive us our debts and our debtors and forgive us and deliver us from ourselves or our sinful nature in Jesus' mighty name. You are holy, Father God. You are holy. We praise you and thank you for life. We pray for one God, one body, one mind, one church, one nation, every, every one globally, every face, every eyes, every mouth, every ears open, every heart beating out there. And those that aren't, that you bring them to life, those that have died in Christ, that you will bring them alive, Father God, that we speak life into that death in Jesus' name. We speak healing and restoration all over the land, globally, globally not stuck to one race, not stuck to one culture, Father God, but globally, may you just come and touch and heal and send us, Father God, in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name, let there be. In Jesus' name, let there be. And you add the rest to it. Let there be what? What do you need? Ask, and it will be given to you. What do you need? What are the desires of your heart? What do you need? Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, and all these things will be added unto you. Do you believe that? Do you believe you were chosen? The trajectory of your life is about to change. God's going to use your life, and your life will be, God will be glorified through your life. And the lives around you, everything you touch is going to be blessed. You are made whole. 
you are fearfully and wonderfully made and you are forever changed. If you believe that, that's all you need to do is take that little seed of belief and go step into your destiny. That's what you need. God will do the rest. God will do the rest. Praise God. In nomine Padre, Ephelia, Spiritus Santos, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, both now and ever, unto ages of ages, may you walk into this dark world carrying the light of the gospel forevermore because you're worth it and you're chosen. You're too chosen to be frozen. Carry that seed and walk on. Be the light. In Jesus' name.